0: You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcast, and here are your hosts, Joe Dubs and Andy. Hello internet peeps, welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And welcome to episode 35 of this show. And, uh, happy Easter. Happy April Fools, if you're into that. But, uh, uh, happy April Fools, that doesn't sound like somebody would say that. Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: <laughs> Andy, what the hell have you been playing or doing or watching? Uh,
1: I've played a ton of Rainbow Six, a ton of it.
0: So, the the uh, the fucking zombie thing, Outbreak, how is that, Outbreak? by the way?
1: Oh, it's super cool. It's neat, because the game's been out for like three years, but somehow Ubisoft, or the, the team that works on this game, because they want to do games of service, like we have a game, we're just going to update and support this game now. Mm-hmm. Uh the team has made like they, they fleshed out a bunch of the operators and it has a story and there's three chapters and it's pretty fun and pretty challenging. We've beat me, my friends, we beat two of the three chapters, and we need, don't have much time left to do it, obviously, but I like it a lot. And then also it's it's only three players, so if there's more than three people online, we've been going online playing adversarial. I think we've honed our skills a bit because we've actually started winning.
0: Now the uh the The outbreak one do you get like operators like do you unlock any of them?
1: no you get they it has packs that you can get, but it's just cosmetic items gun skins um operator you can get different headgear and uniforms you can get charms for your your firearms and stuff but operators you still gotta buy straight up operators are basically five dollars a piece, but if you get like all eight from a year, you get a 50% discount, or if you get a season pass, you get all the eight from that year, or
0: that's, et cetera. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else, or have you just been playing Rainbow Six Siege and fixing up that house?
1: Yeah, just lots of lots of house stuff. I've been assembling furniture that came out of storage, and a rug came, so... Luckily, I'm past the part where I got to tear up carpet and do a bunch of garbage, but there's still a lot of work to do. As a matter of fact, after we get done recording, I'm probably pretty much going to shut my computer down and move it to another room, it looks like.
0: Ah, moving day for your computer. Yep. <coughs> As I choked on this coffee, yay. <laughs> I already finished
1: my coffee. Did you play anything this week or watch anything, more importantly?
0: Um, trying to think. I mean, I watched that so-called movie, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh-huh. Um, I played More Division and
1: another Tom Clancy game.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm actually the project thing that we were talking about about the gaming and stuff that we're working on. Yeah, I have an idea. Wow, well, as my voice cracks, I have an idea about doing a video. On why I like Ubisoft. (laughs) Every game that I ever played in my gaming career, or gaming (laughs) hobby, life, career, whatever. um, I played a lot of Tom Clancy games and a lot of of Ubisoft games, especially Prince of Persia. Uh, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, uh, now Division, and Rainbow Six is... uh, I played a lot of Ubisoft games, and even though they had bad, like, bugs and stuff, mm. they they fix it up, man, and they listen to their community.
1: I was just saying last night when I was playing with my friends on Rainbow Six, like, I rag on Ubisoft a lot. Like, I, I don't hate him as much as Konami or anything like that, but, like, I, I'm really... Like, every time... Every time there's something weird that happens in Terrorist Hunt, or like there's a lag spike or anything like that, I always say, "Fucking Ubisoft!" I always, I just blame the whole company Mm -hmm. for something that's happening in the game because a lot of their games really are genuinely glitchy and kind of half put together and stuff like that. But I've, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I've played a lot of, I've played a lot of the Ghost Recon Rainbow, all the Tom Clancy junk, including Hawks. I played as well. Oh
0: God, I remember that game. Yeah, I played that game.
1: And I used to be really into Assassin's Creed, but the series kind of got away from me. Like there's too much of it now.
0: Do you remember the Which, Ar- sorry, sorry to cut you off. Do you remember the uh, RTS game and and War pretty much? How yeah, fun?
1: it was okay. That was that one was a bit of a misstep for me. Like I I played through about half of the game and kind of got bored with the story.
0: Yeah, it was it had good viral marketing before it came out and stuff. Yeah, it
1: totally did though. I do remember that. I was working at GameStop way back then.
0: Yeah, I remember everybody talked about it, like, man, did you hear about those, like, the that radio talk or something on the website, and, you know, shit's going to hell, nuclear bombs and stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, that's down my alley, what is this, and I'm like, oh, it's an RTS, I was hoping. Yeah.
1: like, it was a kind of a cool RTS, but it wasn't as good as other RTSs, you know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it was a fine game, there, there wasn't anything wrong with it, it's just, eh, and then, like I said, Hawks was great. I've played Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon for off and on for years. Siege is, I really wish Siege had a story. I don't know if you remember, but Siege was originally going to be Rainbow Six Patriot. Yeah. And I guess they scrapped the entire thing because it just sucked so bad. And then they made this online-only deal, which, uh, all right, I guess I get it. But you charged $60 for it. As the product sits now, three years later worth $60 absolutely like there's a ton to it but when it launched it just wasn't and it's stuff like that that I still kind of look at Ubisoft and other you know big big time game game guys that it's like oh you got you're releasing incomplete products day one patches and they're huge and they're full of glitches and and servers are crashing and stuff like that so I don't know maybe this game I used to think of games as a service as like a dirty word but I don't know, it seems to me like at least as far, I don't know what Ubisoft team makes Rainbow Six. It's not Montreal, it's someone else, but whichever one, they're doing it right. Like so far, in my opinion, Siege has seen almost only positive changes. And that's that's coming from someone who's not like super into the adversarial scene. I realize sometimes they got to nerf operators or or add something or tweak what what someone's grenade loadout looks looks like. I don't get super into deep deep into that. I just have a few operators that are my favorites and I play as them.
0: Yeah, um I don't mind games of service. I only mind it when it, they do games like uh I know it, it hasn't happened yet but like let's say shadow of war you know like something like that is a single player but they like here's a base game and then we're just gonna add shit for like five years that's- i mean if
1: they added more story then i guess that could technically work i mean if that's what they're gonna do but yeah I don't it, it's more of an online thing though you're right
0: yeah because like Overwatch is cool. I like how they do their thing, and I like how Rainbow Six does their thing, even though it wasn't like that in the beginning. It was kind of like a skeleton. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like, it shouldn't have released in that state, but, I mean, look at where we are. It worked
0: out. Yeah, but the thing I hate is that all game companies are thinking that way now. They're like, oh, man, they're making so much money doing that. Why don't (laughs) we do it? Yeah. And I get it. Money makes the world go around, but eventually people are going to be like we want something new i mean
1: a lot a lot of what siege is doing right they're just stealing straight from overwatch like it's clearly oh they had a limited timed event oh they have loot boxes we'll do that stuff yeah but i mean they, they did it right i guess and just like with overwatch it's just um like the loot boxes are just make you look cooler. I like to look cool. We were talking about this before we went on the air, but yeah, um, cosmetic stuff's okay. I like to look pretty neat.
0: Mm-hmm. The only, um, the only, you know,
1: th- who needs to do? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, the only thing I don't like about like loot boxes in general is how much you pay for it. it's like, yeah, it's like a in slot loot boxes, machine.
1: Rainbow six are ridiculously priced.
0: Mm-hmm. In uh, Overwatch, I believe it's like five dollars for one box, and then like way too much. And $10 for like two, and then $20 for three. And I'm like, that's way too much. I'm, I might be wrong about the pricing tier and all this stuff, but it's still a lot for $5, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rainbow Six is the same way. Like, it's fairly easy to earn one for the most part. But if you want to just buy them, which you shouldn't, obviously, but, you know, morbid curiosity, I was like, oh, I might buy some of these. Because the Outbreak packs go away when Outbreak ends. So I was thinking about buying a couple of those because you can get sweet hazmat gear and CBNC, I can't remember the acronym, for gear for a lot of your operators. I wanted that. But the packs are just so expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But you know who should do this games as a service thing but never will because they're making too much money the way they're doing it now is EA Sports. Like, every sports game should just be a games as a service model, and then just each year there's like a 20 to $30 update that changes all your roster. It makes sure all the teams, you know, have, have the accurate player list. And a lot of them, I know, update throughout the system. Like, if someone gets injured, it'll update in your game if you want it to be, like, legit. But they should just do that. They should just release, you know, Madden you know the bare bones this is the base madden game and then just sell that for the next five years or at least until like the playstation 5 xbox whatever comes out
0: i think they like making that 60 dollars a pot every year
1: yeah there's a lot of people out there i realize that aren't gamers they'll never hear this they'll never listen to this podcast but there's a lot of people that aren't gamers but that's just what they like to get each year and there was a time when i was younger those people are stupid they're not real gamers but i mean everyone's got Everyone's got stuff that they like. If you only like to play Madden, that's fine. I mean, I like a lot of the sports games. I love the uh, MLB The Show, and I like um, – I haven't played an NCAA football game in a while, but do they still make them? I don't know. I used to play
0: those. Uh, NCAA, I believe they still do. Um, I'm big into NHL games. Uh it's been on a decline lately on how good it is. I, I let, the last couple of weeks I've been playing because I thought I was doing an NHL.com tournament, but it decided like to t- kick me off of the bracket, and I'm like I'm not waiting another ten days to be in a bracket again. No. But
1: see that that's why like they always have to reinvent the wheel with these sports games to justify the sixty dollars price tag every single year. Well, if they just made a really solid well-rounded experience took all the best traits and quit trying to like add new modes and and quarterback stuff or whatever and like every once in a while i like that they're doing this like cool single player like you you start you start in like college ball and then you build your character up through several seasons like they can add that as dlc and stuff but quit trying to reinvent the wheel just have a real solid game
0: yeah, I think they make more of their money through microtransactions because of uh, Hockey Ultimate Team or, like, Madden Ultimate Team.
1: Oh, that's the thing with the cards, right?
0: Yeah, you you buy card packs and you can literally, there's a way to farm, like, the in-game coins to get, like, good players. So, like, that's where the, the bulk of the game, I think, is at where people are just like, I need to get this game because, you know john Tavares or Connor mcdavid or crosby gold cards are gonna be in this pack
1: i guess oh you see you said like like playing hockey games i love playing hockey games they're fun but all that stuff you just said really bored me yeah oh, cards sorry about
0: the barking dog he's gonna she's gonna be barking like crazy
1: disc what's that dog's problem
0: my dad's playing with her and i already told him that i was doing a podcast but whatever <laughs> Let's, let's keep on keep it on um but yeah I, I played a division um been doing a lot of uh upgrading my armor and just doing a lot of pvp and stuff
1: there's I, armor in that game
0: yeah there's different like there's knee pads there's a holster there's oh,
1: okay i get what you're saying like okay like you, you said armor and i pictured like skyrim armor and i was like what the fuck
0: yeah god i wish there was like a division game (laughs) where you get like Skyrim armor (laughs) that would be great but uh yeah I've been playing with my two buddies that we you know my main group just like how you have a main group in siege and just been grinding and that's a word that I never use in gaming because I hate MMOs and grinding but somehow this game like captured me in some way Mm. and I've been playing it
1: I mean that's the thing about grinding if it's fun you don't mind doing it
0: Mm-hmm. It, the the things that are like tedious to me is like world of warcraft or like uh any other mmo where it's just like oh i gotta fight these little uh minions like a thousand times like that's what yeah. really pisses me off division they put you in these situations and it's challenging in a way even though you're grind- grinding it's not the boring grinding it's like the intense but uh, you have to be strategic about it. It's not like I'm jamming the fucking two button because I gotta get that fucking fire burst out. Mm. But anyway, um, I was sick the uh two days ago. I just started puking out of nowhere after playing Division. So I don't know if I got motion sickness.
1: <laughs> isn't isn't that game taking place in like a irradiated or? What is it, a biochemical attack or something?
0: Yeah, a virus, so I, <laughs> I got so a virus. Maybe,
1: maybe there was a psychosomatic response, and your body was like, Oh, I'm sick too, oh, Marf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like that, and I bought Far Cry 5 this week, so I can't wait to go into that world. That's another Ubisoft game, so...
1: Oh, yeah, it is. I like the Far Cry games. I don't think there's been a bad one. Yeah. I never played Primal, though.
0: Yeah, did I say last week that I bought Ghost Recon and played the 4v4 Ghost War? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. I haven't played the main story yet.
1: <laughs> Jeez, and you, and you just bought a story-heavy game.
0: Yeah, uh, they're both open world, by the way, which is hilarious. It, it It's funny how my gaming taste has like, changed now, where I'm just like, uh, man, I hate open world games, I don't have the time for it, but now I'm just like, oh, I just want to go in this world and just fuck around. It's how I change, but... Uh, I actually watched a movie uh, last night. It's uh, the, the movie that I watched before, The Deer Hunter with Robert oh, De Niro. That yeah, that
1: movie's great. It's long, but man, it's fantastic.
0: It's long and it's depressing as shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: it really is.
0: Especially the last scene where they're all just singing God Bless America. I was like, I have to say, this is one of the best Christopher Walken movies I've ever seen him in, I think. Then, I think
1: you're right. I think you're right about that.
0: Yeah, because all the other movies, like, he's a little out there, especially in the James Bond movie. <laughs> like,
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> View to a kill.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, that's, a, that's what I've been playing and watching, and hopefully next week I'll have a lot more to say, because we will have a full week of, you know, catching up on, on, on stuff to do since we're not having an episode next week. Reminder for everybody. So, uh... Let's get into our movie of the week. Andy, we watched Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. So, sounds like they have the same name as us. It's weird. Yeah. Um,
1: I know we, we, we were talking about only watching newer movies, and after this, I think we should definitely do that, because this movie is real dated, and it's real campy and blah.
0: This is probably like uh, Kurt Russell's like worst role I ever saw him in.
1: You know, honestly, I've never really liked him in anything. He's he's real hammy.
0: I thought he was pretty okay in like uh, you know Escape from L.A. and New York, but this is like, I don't know, Jack Burton. You know, who cares about Jack Burton really?
1: Yeah, he's a pretty. He's I don't know. He's like a he's like a truck driver, but that has nothing to do with the plot, I guess.
0: Yeah, and he. He goes into, like... Because when you you see the title Big Trouble in Little China, you think, man, uh, Kurt Russell is going to go into China somehow. But he's in, what was he in, like, California or something like that?
1: San Francisco. Yeah, Yeah,
0: San Francisco. And he's, like, he went to, like, the Chinese part of uh, San Francisco. And, like, crazy shit fucking happens there with, like these gangs and shit and like
1: yeah i feel like whoever wrote this movie like got bored with the movie they were writing because it was about like this this rough and tumble truck driver and then suddenly there are chinese wizards and also all the characters have dumb names like wang and egg (laughs) like i feel like the writer was really phoning this movie in
0: yeah and the um the, the, the women actors in this movie were, I, I guess, were they were a little bit better than Cart Russell, I think.
1: It's not hard to do in this.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only positive thing I can get out of this movie about that, is that the women were better than the men. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the, the reporter chick, she's, I, I guess, she, she's fine.
0: Yeah, and... Um,
1: the other one's just a MacGuffin, though, just a damsel to save. That's... And, Lazy, tired, boring.
0: Yeah, I didn't really like like the, the paranormal bullshit stuff. Like seeing this head figure with like eyeballs. They like they kind of remind me of the fucking cartoon ah real monsters and shit. Like yeah. I, I like, almost
1: turned this movie off several times too because the effects are really bad.
0: Yeah, it it's made by John Carpenter, and I I this kind of shows like
1: well, there's your problem with right the <laughs> movie.
0: Yeah, he, it's,
1: Ghost of Mars was pretty good, but otherwise this, m-
0: this movie's a little bit trash. I don't know like the plot was all over the place, you know, like you were saying he was a truck driver, he meets with this kid Wang. By the way, he steals all the money from the Chinaman. So that was fucking weird. And
1: yeah, I that, that that fucking triggered me, man. That's that's, that's some mean shit.
0: That's it. It's very racist in a way. And, um, like you were saying, these wizards and gangs came out of nowhere. Uh, Fucking these wannabe Raiden characters came out of nowhere, too, with fucking lightning and shit and flying all over the place.
1: Yeah, real Mortal Kombat (laughs) ripoffs.
0: Mortal Kombat ripoff, indeed. Fucking they even got the hat down and shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the one guy just has, like, you know those, those little fans you use to keep yourself cool at, like, soccer games and shit? He just has two of those on his palms? It looks ridiculous.
0: hmm And, uh... But yeah. anyway,
1: the, the plot of the movie. Um, There's, like, an ancient wizard man, a bad guy.
0: L- and, L- uh... Lopeng or something like that.
1: Yeah, he's got to marry a Chinese woman with green eyes or something.
0: Is that even like rare? Because they kept on saying that in the film, and I don't, I don't.
1: The movie told me it was rare. I gotta take its word for it. I don't know. It seems like lazy writing.
0: <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah. So they, they, they. Well, the, what happened at the airport is that this gang stole like two China women out of nowhere. Oh wait, no, they stole the one because the. The female took the other one because they were just she was just trying to get her to America.
1: Right. Yeah. Airports were apparently a lot more dangerous back in the 80s. I mean, they're still pretty dangerous in the 2000s, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. They allow fucking weapons in airports like 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 blades and katanas and shit like
1: come on, TSA, get your act together. (laughs) Jesus. Was there a TSA in 1982? I
0: don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they had the budget to actually get TSA in this film. So, no. so, that wasn't good. Uh, yeah. So they they Wang's. Uh, by the way, Wang and that other girl, she was so out of the his league. I I don't get why they didn't match at all. And I was like, yeah, that somehow Lo Pang is like, I want this girl because of the green eyes and. It's,
1: it has something to do with magic, like he's going to be immortal or some horse shit. I don't
0: know. No, oh, it wasn't he immortal anyway, but he wanted to be like a man or something like that, immortal. Because, I don't know.
1: I got confused and it really lost me.
0: Yeah. And uh, it's your typical fucking 1980s bullshit action movie where it's just like, I'm an American. I had this, like. Uh, Bruce Willis, Die Hard kind of mentality where I'm just going to go in guns blazing. Yeah, he's even
1: wearing a tank top the whole movie. So they mm-hmm. ripped off Die Hard, too.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't go into... Uh, wait, they did go into Air Ducks, kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they... The movie's
1: ripping everything off.
0: Fucking movie. And, um... Yeah, so they, they fight this wizard and shit and pretty much, surprise, the good guys won. Uh And then... Kurt, jack burton has a chance to have a woman and he's like nope and he fucking leaves <laughs> because
1: and then he monologues which is like super lazy yeah like if you if you have a monologue in your movie then you know so help me god or whatever the quote is from meditation i'm sorry i can't remember i haven't seen adaptation anymore, anymore
0: and he's talking on a radio to nobody nobody's answering him because he's a horrible person.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he sucks, and he's lonely, and he's in a truck by himself where he belongs. And
0: he's always eating in a truck. Like, I'm surprised he's not fat like the other truckers out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... And is there any anything else you want to talk about this movie? Because I, I almost... Like you said, you almost shut the movie off. I was doing other shit while watching this movie. I was playing, <sighs> like, a video game and shit.
1: Well... I don't know. I guess... uh No, there's not, I can't think of any redeeming qualities. The movie had, like, a weird tone where it was trying to be funny once in a while, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Especially... Really? I mean, who is this movie made for? Fucking no one. It's got, like, action and comedy, but both of them are bad. It does nothing right.
0: I, I couldn't tell if they were trying to, like, be as good as Die Hard or, like, any... Um... Karate or martial art films and all that stuff. It just it it was a it was a miss for me, a big miss. Yeah. So, do you recommend this film to anybody?
1: <laughs> no, of course not. Not particularly. Like, I mean, we really I, I didn't really want to watch this movie because I don't like Kurt Russell and I don't like uh, Carpenter very much. But I, you know, I thought, oh, apparently this movie's pretty decent. But I don't. I, I was looking into it when it came out in theaters. It it bombed real hard, and now I kind of understand. Like, some stuff like Blade Runner or something bombed, but then later on people were like, oh, this movie's great. This isn't one of those movies. This movie sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, this movie sucks so hard that I kind of want to think about changing our name because it's kind of close to theirs, their title.
1: It's, it's frustrating because they stole it, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't recommend this film to anybody, so if you have the chance stay away um let's move on from here um i didn't see any news because there ain't no news it's just you know what today is everybody's like oh there's path of exile battle royale and i'm like i was like that's interesting and i'm like oh look at the date (laughs) yeah and i'm like nope that's not good
1: i mean there have been some funny things like i saw that uh EV is coming to Tekken, the Pokemon. I thought that was funny. That mm. made me laugh.
0: Yeah, and um
1: There's gonna be a PlayStation board game.
0: <laughs> I would play that. Oh,
1: yeah, honestly, I was like, oh that actually kind of sounds compelling. Like if that was a real product, I was going to be like, oh tell me more. I'm interested in this. Has there,
0: er- has there ever been an April Fool's joke that everybody's like, we want that now? And Oh it-
1: totally. Yeah. That that's happened several times. Um I know that one year Think Geek had um a Tauntaun sleeping bag. You know, like in, in Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he cuts the Tauntaun open to put Luke inside so he doesn't freeze to death. And they made the joke, oh, we're going to have a sleeping bag shaped like a tauntaun. And people were like, I fucking want that so bad. So they actually made it. Now you can buy it. And also, I think it was last year, the people who made the Street Fighter EX games, which were like the weird PS2 and arcade games that were like 3D and it had Skullamania in it, who was one of my favorite Street Fighter characters ever. Mm-hmm. They made a video that they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make a game just like that was, and it's gonna be awesome!" Ha ha! April Fools! And then everyone was like, "Can we kickstart this or something?" Because I really want to play that game. So I guess they're working on it now.
0: Nice. I mean,
1: it happens once in a while. It's not impossible.
0: I, there was actually a lot of people with the Path of Exile Battle Royale. I'm like, they're like, I would do this, <laughs> yeah. and like the guy who was running the Twitter is like. Go on the game. It's there. And I'm like, dude, you're trying so hard. I bet you there's, like, some type of, like, little video or little mini-game that they can play. Mm-hmm. Where where it's like, hey, look, it's Battle Royale. And then all of a sudden you probably, like, click on it. It's like, April Fool's, you're just going into a regular match. <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah, I, th- I I think that would be funny. But, uh yeah, he was trying so hard. I... I usually hate this time of the year because of that. Because they'll do, like, oh, here's a new Resident Evil. And it's like, huh, April Fool's. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Because I wouldn't mind another Resident Evil. Uh, I mean, we just had 7 and stuff. But, like, if it went back on the track of, like, actual survival horror, horror, uh, like, in Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3, I'd be fucking psyched as shit. And, like, even though I hate Konami, but... This is going to sound really, really fucking uh, hypocritical, but mm. if they came out with a remastered of all the Metal Gears, I would probably buy it. And I know they're making the extra buck on it, but just so that I could play I mean, it on...
1: They've, they've remastered the Metal Gears multiple times at this point. I really, god it, I really fucking wish that they would just put Peace Walker on the PS4, though. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of people trying to force Konami to give up the rights to metal gear to another uh game developer or publisher so that they can release the um metal gear remastered so it could be either on ps4 uh or the next generation of consoles and stuff which i want so bad i want to go back to metal gear one and i do not want to buy another ps3 so that i can get that remastered and play all those games again but But if they don't come out i might have to bite the bullet and go on ebay and get a ps3 or something
1: yeah sony has been really slow to embrace having old games on the ps4 apparently they didn't make as much money from it as they thought but hey if you got a vita or ps tv it's on there playstation tvs cost nothing now i don't know if that helps you enough or anything
0: i used to have one and i tried to get on my old account because i did buy uh metal gear solid one because I not the username that I have on my PS4 now. I had another one. It was called Bio Nemesis or something like that. But Nemesis because Res Evil, because that's one of my favorite franchises. Um, I had um Metal Gear Solid one, and I had a lot, I had Dino Crisis t- uh on there too. So I wish I was able to get back on that account and play it. But hey, send an
1: email or something. Try to get try to get uh. I don't know
0: yeah other than that um there is no news i mean ready player one came out i think me and you are eventually gonna see it and maybe we'll review it here in our podcast
1: yeah it's it's looking that way i'm gonna try to go get to go see it in the next two weeks because obviously we're taking that week off but i need to see um isle of dogs so bad but it is not around here because movie distribution is fucked in this country
0: you saw shape of water right no,
1: I never did. I think I might just buy it.
0: It, it. If you go on Amazon Prime, you can rent it for $3. So. Oh,
1: shit. I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah, so I might do that, too. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. How about next? Uh, th- our next episode, Shape of Water, will be our uh, movie of the week?
1: Sure. I'm down for that.
0: All right, cool. That sounds like a plan. Um, until next time, guys. Uh, again, reminder that we are having a week off. So if don't be like, where is next week's episode? Uh, And by the way, Outsider is our number one downloaded episode. It's ranking at 67 downloads. So give us feedback, people, (laughs) on why you like that episode so much, because we trashed on Jared Leto the whole time. But um, anyway, thanks for listening. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And we are also on iTunes and Podbean, btil We are also on Twitter, b-t-i-l-pod. And, of course, we always stream on twitch.tv slash newdubsorder. Uh, yeah, so um, have a good day, guys, and happy Easter. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
1: All right, can we be serious now? yep,
0: yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's, uh, everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no kidding. But, oh, my God, I fucking love Big Trouble in Little China so fucking much. I can watch that movie every week.
0: Yeah, I i, I totally – because I watched this movie a long time ago, but I loved it and stuff, and I just love it even more every time I watch it. I might watch it again today.
1: <laughs> it, it's so cool. I, I love it. It's so quotable. And it's like – the one thing I said when we were dicking off doing our April Fool stuff is that um, it bombed at the box office and stuff. Apparently, they didn't know how to advertise that movie like the people who advertised it did a real shitty job of it. Mm -hmm. If you look at some of the original trailers, it makes it look like a mystery or something, but this movie has got it all. That's why. You can't advertise it because the the action is great. Uh, The comedy is some of the best comedy in any movie ever, I think, like the part where he says, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna open these doors, and we're gonna rush them." He opens it, and there, it's just all bad guys, and he slams the door shut. And he goes, <laughs> "Okay, we baby trapped." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I like I like when they infiltrate Lu- Lo Pang's fucking headquarters. You just have Kurt Russell holding a fucking telephone, you would be like, the line's down, we need to go fix that right now. But yeah,
1: need- I re- he's like <laughs> fletching his way in there and shit. <laughs> he's wearing glasses. Oh, uh, yes, I'd I'd like to uh, find a Chinese girl with uh, g- green eyes. <laughs> I'm saying just something a little more exotic. Uh.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> this was so hard to trash on, by the way, while we were doing our joke.
1: Yeah, there was a couple times I was like, "Oh fuck it, no, we, we, I can't. we we're, let's just actually talk about it."
0: Yeah, but guys,
1: I fucking love. This is one of my favorite movies. This movie is fantastic. And I, for the record, I love Kurt Russell and I love, 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 uh, Carpenter. Oh my god, I went. I part of a big part of the reason I went on a trip to Texas last year was because they were showing the 35 millimeter print. No was it the 70s it was one of the last remaining film prints of the thing in a theater in texas and i was going for a couple other reasons too with to visit a friend but that was like my favorite part of that trip like carpenter is a great movie maker at least he was in the 80s and um escape from new york is one of my favorite movies the thing is one of my favorite movies
0: what came Uh, The
1: fucking halloween jesus christ
0: what came first was it uh this movie or the thing
1: um but
0: that's an imdb worthy right now Hold yeah on. this one was 82
1: right I'm
0: but, but but by god man kurt russell is so like his delivery in like comedy is so good i i want him in more stuff like that like he should be in more b-rated films <laughs> even though john carpenter Carp- carpenter is awesome
1: yeah they they came back together to make um escape from l.a i remember though. have you seen escape from l.a in the last couple of years
0: no I'm...
1: Uh, it's not as good as you remember bit of a disappointment
0: i forgot i also forgot he was fucking colonel jack o'neill from stargate <laughs> from oh the, no this the... movie came out in
1: 1986 the thing came out in 1982 i feel fucking stupid
0: so the thing was first that that's yeah. awesome So that means he was, like, comfortable being with John Carpenter in a way. Yeah, Kurt Russell, man, he's in The Hateful Eight. He's from Escape from New York and in L.A. He was in the movie Miracle with the 1980 hockey team. Um, If you remember, his last movie was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He's he's my
1: favorite part of that movie. Yeah, he's an interesting villain, something all Marvel movies seem to be lacking anymore.
0: Well, Marvel villains are not that great compared to DC.
1: No, yeah. It's, like, one of the things...
0: And all the, all Marvel's great villains are in Spider-Man. <laughs> so, that's my opinion.
1: Yeah. You know, I I, I I can kind of see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the plot in Big Trouble with China is kind of all, all over the place, but it's funny. It's just exciting the whole time. Because it's just like, oh, wow, he's in a truck. Oh, wow, he's in an alleyway with, like chinese wizards and fucking gangs and shit and then you're in a headquarters uh and then you're in a chinese restaurant and that's it like it's like the blink of an eye pretty much the story but what happens in the in between is just hilarious just the whole when he's in the the bathhouse looking for the green eyed girl um him in the sewer system the only thing i found weird a little bit was like yeah i could get away with the wizards and the um you know the really strong people and the right <laughs> the right in people <laughs> as i call them um is like the the creatures like the beast and shit and the the little ah uh, monster uh, eyeball thing that was there i get it that's like carpenter's uh niche of having like those creatures and stuff but yeah. i i just didn't dig it and I... The, at least that part, at least. But they were funny. The whole... I like how they left the ending where he, the beast is on the truck. Like, there's yeah. going to be a sequel.
1: <laughs> there should have been. Apparently there's a bunch of comics and stuff, but I haven't read any of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I... I mean, if the name of this podcast wasn't any indication... We, we both like this movie a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are probably not going to get to this part because they might be a little triggered <laughs> from the joke and just like... I
1: don't know. I still feel like it's pretty obvious. I mean, we're talking about... I mean, again, another piece of clarification. Um, uh, All the stuff that we said this movie stole from... Th- the stuff stole from this movie. Like, this movie came before Mortal Kombat. This movie came before our podcast. Jesus Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it came before Die Hard. Yeah, I believe so. And... um. I I like how the Kurt Russell like the Jack Burton, you know what Jack Burton always says and like yeah. he's egotistical but he's he's funny as shit. And yeah and his
1: monologues are genuinely funny and very well written. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah. We we love this film and it inspired our actually our title of our podcast.
1: Yeah. I remember when you pitched this name, I was like, Oh my god, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. And on that note, everybody, we do recommend this film. And Uh. hopefully you're not triggered, even though it's really obvious (laughs) that we were joking. So y'all have a good day and thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.